Hey girl, hey, welcome to the Mom Life Happy Hour Podcast. Do you feel like your kids run your life and you don't have a sense of self anymore? Running from school to work to activities, I mean, we're burnt out and feel like a hot mess most of the time. When you have a free minute, do you find yourself hiding in your closet or your car because even the bathroom isn't a sacred place anymore? Is your life so full that when you go to schedule a happy hour, it's 12 months out? We want you to know that you are not alone. We get it. Trust us. We love our kids, but being in the thick of it is stressful, and they don't make a book of rules for this stuff. I'm Keisha, a newly divorced mom of two, working hard to chase my dreams and starting my life over from scratch. I'm Rebecca, a 40-ish corporate working mom of two littles, married to my high school sweetheart, losing my mind on the daily, just ask my kids. We want this podcast to be the escape from your overly scheduled life and that reminder that you're not alone in this mom life journey. We are here losing it too. So turn up the volume and grab your drink of choice because giving up a cocktail as a mom is never an option. Cheers. Cheers. Hey girl, hey, welcome to the Mom Life Happy Hour podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in for another week of fun-filled craziness <laughs> with your two best friends in your head, Keisha and Rebecca. <laughs> um, how are you, Rebecca? Happy uh, Wednesday. Yes, happy Wednesday. I'm doing all right, you know, living the mom life, working mom life, struggle boss as usual. How about you? Per usual. Um, the same. I was <laughs> thinking this morning, like how many, we should take a poll. How many threats do you give your kids on like <laughs> a morning to get out the house and get ready for school? How many uh, meltdowns do you go through? How many threats? How many? <laughs> Just in the day, it's like a hundred probably. Oh yeah. And it's funny the things that I say, and I'm like, I know that I'm not going to do those things. <laughs> like, especially like if you're out in public and you're like, I, you know, I will turn this car back around and we will go home. Like, <laughs> no, no, I'm not. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, it sounds good. But then I think they know you're not either, which is bad. That's like, I think they know the idle threats versus the real ones. Like they're learning, mm-hmm. especially our boys. Yeah. But then they're surprised when, well, at least Logan is surprised when I follow through with it. And he's just like looking at me like, well, I, I just gave you five warnings. You thought I was joking? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They got to start learning to take things seriously, though. They're getting too old for this nonsense. Oh, my goodness. Um, so you survived your four-day weekend? Yeah. Well, the, the kids' four-day weekend? <laughs> yeah. Well, Bianca had a three-day weekend. But yes, I mean, mm-hmm. it's. I mean, this is a perfect segue in today's episode, just uh, right. a working mom, work-life balance, imbalance, whatever you want to call it. But yeah, I mean, what does what school want you to do with your kids when you're not a teacher? I get it if you're a teacher, right? And you have the luxury of having those same days off, but not even all teachers do if you work in a different mm-hmm. district. But it's, you know, it's, I mean, obviously we were able to tag team it a little bit and make it work, but it's, it's hard and it's so stressful and it's just, you feel guilty if you're trying to like work, you feel guilty if you're not spending the time with your kids because they have off or they're giving you the guilt trip. It's just a mess. It's a freaking mess. It is a mess. And like you said, just the imbalance of it all, like working and then them having off, like what there, there needs to be, I don't know if, if school is going to be off something like our after school program should be on and it should just be like a, you know, an option for people, for parents, especially for older kids. Like it's one thing if your kid is, um, you know, still like daycare age, that's different because they're probably still going to have school. But for these set days, mm-hmm. it should be some kind of given, you know, oh, this is your plan B. Like what do people do? <laughs> My daughter's in a daycare. So she was mm-hmm. closed on Columbus Day and President's Day for teacher in service. I'm like, what? 
<laughs> I don't remember this in years past, but okay. Um, right. Yeah. I mean, honestly, what does the world want you to do as a working parent to take off, use all of your vacation days for kids off the school day? How is that a thing? Right. Yeah. I'm, I'm already planning now. I'm like, okay, there's spring break coming up. So that's a chunk of PTO. <laughs> and then, yeah. And then things for summertime and just, you know, all of the things for the rest of the school year, that is your personal time. Yeah. I mean, it was, it's nice that they have, like, I, I, my husband always says the YMCA used to be open for them. Mm-hmm. Like, so the boys can go do sports or like, just places need to have more availability for people that work. I think this world is so rude to working parents. I do. I really do. Because it is. it's really impossible to juggle at all. And it makes you feel like a bad person. You're either a bad mom, you're a bad employee, and you're constantly juggling those two emotions and trying to make people happy, but you suck at everything. Like trying to make everybody happy, you just end up failing miserably. Yeah. No, like you said, I think you either feel good at one, but rarely ever do you feel good at both like either you're like you know having a good mom week and you're like okay I'm doing all the things like clean my house like kids are you know good feeling good but then work is just like you know sacrificing and burning (laughs) or it's the other way around like you have like you know your projects and all those things for work that are like killing it and taking off and then home life is just like suffering yeah especially like if you don't have a lot of help which we don't like we don't have people readily available to us to come watch our kids that's just not an option really so it's it's impossible. I don't know if it's a generational thing like we've talked about before or if it's just the way life is right now because people don't understand that both parents work. Right. But like it's just something has to give because I just constantly feel imbalanced. And I don't really think I'm like, it's kind of funny because Raheem always talks about like there's three things in his life. There's his work, there's his marriage and his you know kids. Mm-hmm. And if one of those things is off, he feels off. And I'm like, well, what about when all three are off? Like, that's how I feel. Right. Because I can't right. give anybody 100%. And it just feels like, I don't know. It's just this mix of emotions. It's constantly turmoil and stresses me out. Yeah. I think just I've, I've realized over the years that there is, there's no such thing as balance. Like balance as a mom, as a wife, as a woman, like, and working is impossible. Like, I think we just need to get that perception or that thought out of our head and maybe that'll bring us more peace or more um you know feeling like we can do it and we're on top of it when we just know that it's never going to be a balance there's we're never going to feel like you know the equally it's an equal balance between like oh my home life is you know doing amazing and my work life is doing amazing like like I said it's the sacrifice one or the other kind of thing one one may be at 60 one day and the other one's at 40 one may be at 70 the other's at 30 like it's almost like a marriage, like with your marriage, like you're never kind of both ever at 50-50 with like whatever that you do or, you know, just how you feel. Like some person's going to be giving a little bit more effort some days than the other and vice versa. But yeah, I think having that realization has helped me to just be like, or just even to know that like everyone is a hot mess. Like right. we're all a hot mess. Like even the person that you see on social media or that you see in life that, you know, is packing the school lunches and doing all the things and, you know, perfectly clean house. I'm like, I don't trust you because something's not right. right. <laughs> something's not right. <laughs> right. Well, do you think that jobs easy. today are more demanding too? Because I definitely tend to think that they yes. are. 110%. Like I don't De- especially depending on what job you have, but yes, for sure. 
When there's no, I, I don't, I mean, I, I've only had one job my whole life. I'm totally, well, two jobs, but this is my, my adult life has been in mm-hmm. one job. So I'm pretty mm-hmm. lame, but, and I have nothing else to compare it to. Right. So right. for anyone listening, I don't have a very good picture of this. I only have my <laughs> job's life, but I find that there's, there's no boundaries anymore. Everything runs into right. family life and there's no hours of work. And I don't know if it's just my job or if it's everybody's job, but the blending of work spilling into all aspects of your life is very hard for me, like from a stress level. And it definitely trickles into like how I parent and maybe it's not always the nicest, maybe not always the nicest with my husband and things like that. And it's, I don't know, it makes you feel even more imbalanced because it feels like there's never a divide. There's never a work life divide anymore. There's no concrete. And I think the cell phone is to blame. I was just about to say that. Percent. A thousand and ten percent. It's our phones. It's because we have access to ourselves. People have access to us everywhere because we have a phone. So, you know, I'm sure generations ago when people would go to work, they went to work. When they left, there was no way to contact them. Or, I mean, you're not going to call people's house phone unless it's like an emergency or you're like a doctor or something. Um, And they didn't turn back on until they walked back into those doors at work. Now it's just the constant, like you said, you can physically leave the office or physically leave work. Or even if you're remote, I think that that part sucks even more because you don't turn off at all. Like I think about that all the time for me now, like I'm thankful. Don't get me wrong. I'm so thankful for the flexibility I have with my remote job, but I don't have that switch I guess that I feel like I used to have when I would you know drive home from work and kind of have that like decompressed time and then come into the house and have mommy mode because I was in the store so when I left the store I kind of was able to turn off right and now I kind of feel like I'm on <laughs> all the time like I could look I now I have my email on my phone for those reasons because there was a time when like a few weeks ago when something happened on the weekend or on like a late Friday and I missed it because I was trying to do the whole, oh, I'm not going to, you know, I'm turning my computer off and whatever, whatever. And then it was like, you know, 911 freaking crisis, which is not a crisis. Like we're not saving lives here. Um, <laughs> and then after that, I was like, oh my God, I felt, I felt bad. So then there goes that boundary. Now I have my email on my phone. So mm-hmm. what are you going to do? Yeah, I don't know. That's 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 the question. If anyone has the answer, please email us. I would love to know how you're balancing it because I don't I, I don't know. Like it just feels so out of control at this very moment in my life, which sucks. But I don't I, I agree with you hundred percent. I don't think that we can find balance. I think all that we can do is try to find a balance that works for us, that doesn't stress us out. Whatever imbalance, I guess I should say that looks like, and just trying to set boundaries within your own house, which is yeah. I am not very good at this at all. Hence why I'm in therapy also for Stop. <laughs> that is one because it does it. It trickles into mm-hmm. your life. And it if something at work sets you off because your phone is like, I have my work email and text messaging. And yeah. I, I I mean, I started this job in 1996, which is wait, no, not 1996. I was like, I was like, what? <laughs> no, like 2006. Sorry. Not 1996. I was like, anyway, um, I just, but even from 2006 to today, the accessibility that we all have to each other, it's yeah. like Facebook messenger, Instagram. DM. I mean, people will find me any which way they can mm-hmm. email teams. Like you were saying, zoom, they will find you. There's yeah. no, you cannot hide. Mm-hmm, <laughs> you can't mm-hmm. hide even if you want to you can't but I think that's you have to kind of internally set your own boundaries with work and with 
personal stuff too. Like I'm the queen uh, and it may sound rude, but I will answer you when I'm mentally ready to answer you. Even if I see a text message and that sounds so bad and it's not any, you know, shade to anybody. Like it's not like I don't want to answer, but there's certain times that yes, I have my phone on me. And just because I see your message doesn't mean I'm mentally ready to respond because I may be doing other things. My mind might be somewhere else. And I like to give people my attention when I'm in a text message mode. So if I'm texting you, it, it probably means I'm ready to have a text conversation. You know what I mean? Not just text you now and then text you back three hours from now. Because at that point, I might as well just text you initially three hours. You know what I mean? Like, that's just how I look at it. Even if you see me post on social media, even if you see me to like, that's what my mental capacity can handle at that moment. It can't handle a conversation or answer that I'm not ready to give. So I don't know. I just like, like I said, back in the day, people had house phones. What did you do? They contacted you when they got home and they were good and ready. <laughs> you imagine like now, the phones just went away and we had to go back to old school. Pagers, codes. <laughs> that would be insane. But there will probably be so much more freedom mentally yeah. um, because of that boundary that, that kind of already just sets for people. Maybe we need to be trendsetters. I don't know. Maybe we need to <laughs> But like I said, it's a personal okay. thing. You need to, like, you and whoever's listening, you have to make that personal decision for yourself. Yes, it's a cell phone. Yes, you have it on you. But these are my boundaries. Like, there's the whole, like, I've started to use the do not disturb feature now when I'm doing certain things. Not all the time, but like, you know, at night I started to put it on and um, different times of day when I know I need to, like, focus on something. Um, it's a personal thing. I don't think we're ever not going to have a cell phone. <laughs> phone unfortunately and I don't even feel safe outside the house without it now and I hate that like when my phone broke a few weeks ago and I I had to like go get it like fixed immediately because I was like I don't even want to be out in my car with the kids and god forbid something happens and I don't have access to anybody so it's not going away it's just how we process it and deal with it yeah I think there needs to be more awareness to how we can do those things because I think part of like the work balance thing is like this hustle culture that we always constantly have to be doing something. We have to be moving and it doesn't, the phone doesn't allow you to kind of check out sometimes. Mm -hmm. And it just makes you feel, I mean, for me, at least more imbalanced and starting to feel like I'm going psychotic. (laughs) But see, I, you are really good about, because even with me, you won't respond right away all the time. I I know that's just how you are. (laughs) I am so wired because of my job being in sales and people not, I always respond like, Right away, right away. What like I have to be like right on all the time because people have no patience. So I am just inherently responding to everybody as quickly as I literally possibly can without crashing my car and driving while texting. Oh my gosh, that that needs to be brought up in therapy. I'm not even saying it like I'm I'm being serious because that's no, I do going to cause you more stress. It's not causing other people more stress. And for me, I think it's also knowing myself and I know that I can I can get overwhelmed really easily. Like even with this job that I have now, like the emails, like they come through. And that was something that was very overwhelming for me at first because I was like, oh my God, like I feel like, you know, I'm falling behind with with checking them and responding to people. It'll, the, like I said, it's not life or death. Yeah. It's not 911. Like I will respond when I'm able to respond within a good timely manner. Like if I can respond within that day, but to see all the emails come through, I'm only one person. And yeah. like I said, I know myself and I know that I'm either, I'm, I'm, I have very little gray. I'm either black or white. <laughs> like I am either overwhelmed or I'm so lackadaisical. <laughs> so I'd, ra- <laughs> I'd rather be very lackadaisical for my mental like sanity than, than the opposite. 
I'm so, so the opposite of you. Like <laughs> I I do tend to think I thrive in that chaotic environment, but it's doing damage to my overall exactly. being. Like that's the part that sucks. But mm-hmm. and honestly, even with my house, so kind of back to what we're talking about, like my like over the weekend, I was thankful I was able to do the things I wanted to do. I was like, okay, I really want to clean, you know something. I really want to get through all the laundry and I did all those things, but guess what? Probably by Thursday, it's going to be a pile of laundry. There's probably going to be dishes in the sink one night and I'm going to be exhausted. I'm not going to do them until I feel like it in the morning. And like, no one's going to be perfect. Like this is our world. This is my world. We're not, we don't have cameras going around our house. Like if you do, you know, I'm sorry to hear that (laughs) if you're like on reality TV or something, but like it's not going to be perfect over here. And I think I'm so okay with the imperfection. I always have been. I'm like, I'm, I'm the most okay with my imperfections because I know that no one's perfect. Even whatever facade you see, like I said, for the perfect mom who's going to work and has her, you know, nice outfit and heels on and her house is like, I, there's something wrong <laughs> and I don't trust you. <laughs> well, she probably oh. just had a fight with her husband last night. Right. Her, you know, like there's never a day where all <laughs> they're just shooting at all, all cylinders. It's just impossible. It almost like feels if I ever even have a day where I'm like, whoa, me and Brahim had a really good night and the kids were, went out the door and I don't have my phone's not blowing up at 8 a.m. What is about to happen? Like what is going on? You know, you almost sad. feel like that's sad. I hate and I I have those feelings too, where it's just like, wait a second, like it's almost two calms, like the calm before the storm. But no, like it shouldn't be that way. We shouldn't feel that way. Yeah. Well. Again, I don't have any answers for anybody out there. I just know that you're, if anybody out there is listening and can relate to our stories, you're not alone. You are not in good company because every single person I talk to that's a busy mom is in the same boat. Like they always feel this pull and this imbalance in their life. And I guess it's just accepting that this is the stage of life that we're at and Mm -hmm. trying to take those moments and take control where you can. So you feel less out of control Mm -hmm. and or seek therapy like I do. (laughs) but again my biggest advice is number one prioritize like prioritize yourself number one and your sanity and knowing what you need to do to to be balanced for yourself like it's never going to be a perfect balance for outside things so do what you need to do like I said set boundaries um and not feel bad about it like that whole guilt thing like I've realized that that emotion guilt like (laughs) me and it are no longer friends because it will mess you up It will mess you up. And just knowing that no one has a perfect life. So there's some days, like I said, your house is going to be perfect and the kids are going to be sitting down doing their homework and, you know, you're going to have everything done for work. And then there's going to be other days where it's the complete opposite. And just know that both days are okay. Yeah, I agree. The one thing, the one last thing I'll I'll say is a tip that I won't, this is like the only positive thing I can say I've learned in regards to boundaries and trying to be better with stuff is triage like I try to look at things like like I'm a doctor in a hospital I'm triaging the messages Mm -hmm. that are coming in so there's things that are obviously more important like obviously responding to Brahim so he doesn't like get ticked off is important (laughs) I won't I will always prioritize you know family and friends and then like if somebody has like I work in dental sales if someone has like something that went down in their office that they cannot operate they cannot see patients that's obviously top tier but someone calling me for UPS dropped off my box and it has a vent, a dent in it. Like I have to triage that stuff, right? Like that's yeah. not 
I have to. And that's where I'm trying to get better at. I always get back to everybody same day, but I have to get better at like just looking at the stuff coming in, whether it's email, texting, a phone call and triaging stuff because we're not, one of us are in life or death industries. No one's going right. to and at all. <laughs> but if my kids daycare calls, that call is getting called back before anybody else. It just is what it is. And I have to be accepting of that's priorities, you know, and hopefully people that I work with would understand that and friends too would understand that. Like if you're texting me about a party that's in July, you're going to maybe get triaged. Like, yeah. You know, no, maybe, I, maybe not. Like, <laughs> No, I, I love that analogy. That's the perfect way to put it. Like for all scenarios, like you said, of course, prioritize your husband, your family, um, you know, your kids. But other than that, everyone else, like you said, if it's an emergency, you know, I will respond immediately. If not, kind of put it in the middle. And then if it's something that's so far out, put it on the back burner. Like yeah. you can only do, but so much. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. So hopefully that tip helps somebody out there. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it will. That was good. Like I said, that's a great way to, great perspective and good way to look at it. Yeah. Are we ready? For the <laughs> I went first last time. All right. So shots first. Shots. So honestly, I'm, Today is the day to do this episode for me because I'm feeling very out of control of my own life, especially between, so I guess coming off of the weekend of President's Weekend where the kids are off and then looking at the March schedule that's on our calendar with kids activities and sports and my husband's travel schedule and my demands of work and where I need to be. It's like, I feel like I'm drowning and it makes me want to take a shot. And we've talked about this so many times, but I don't know where how to make it all work some days. Like, I feel like it will work out because it always does. But when you look at it and it like it starts to make you feel like, what am I doing here? Like, should I quit my job? Should I, why did I have kids? Like, why did I get married? Like you start, you start questioning everything. Right. Right. So, and I know this will pass, like it always does, but there are just some days that are just harder for life to be swallowed. Like it's harder for me to look at what's going on and say, how the F am I going to get through the next 90 days? Yeah. So yeah. No, that's shot worthy. I hope that just having this episode and you know talking about it and venting helped and helps. Um, and just you know for you you yourself to know that you're not alone. Um, and taking your own tips and you know some of the tips that I gave that like it's never going to be perfect. There's going to be some days where it's a hot. ASS mess. (laughs) And there's other days where it'll be mediocre. And there's other days where you're going to question it and be like. Is everything okay? <laughs> because it's going so so, but like you said, every single and I love this this quote and Alice, every single bad day that you've had or every single overwhelming time that you had and all those things, like you've made it through. Right, right. So looking at the schedule and seeing getting like possible chaos is like, I don't know how, but somehow I'm gonna make it through this because every other time I made it through it. Right. No, so true. Yeah. You're right. How about you? Yeah. What are you a shot to this week? Mine is very general, still just the the back and forth of being mediator between my kids. I think that was your shot last week or a couple of weeks ago. Um, and just, we can't go, but so often without having an argument between them. Like I am just a constant referee. And it's so funny because I never would have thought this would be the case because they're three and a half years apart, almost four years apart. And they are like freaking fracks sometimes. And they, like the biggest thing now... And it's kind of settled down a little bit, but they are, and we've been living here and have had these couches for what, almost three years. 
And they are now arguing about who gets the bigger couch. I'm like, are we serious? Like I have one couch that's like more of like a love seat size and another couch that's a little bit bigger. Y'all have, and it's almost just like they've kind of had set places that they sit when they're in the living room, which is just like worked out. And now they're arguing over who gets the bigger couch. And I'm like, are we really serious? And Logan is like, this is my, I'm like, first of all, it's no one's couch. Like this is not your couch or your, they're, they're mine. Right. <laughs> okay. Um, just even silly things like that. And I'm just like, can we like have peace? Can you guys just go a day without arguing? Who's going to get out the door fastest? It's a race. Is it Lord? So that is what I want to take a shot to. Girl, you're not alone because I had have almost like the exact same sexes of kids and same age almost. And it's the exact same thing. So maybe we did it to ourselves. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, should they have been closer together in age? I don't know. I don't I don't know if there would have been any any better. And then if they were the same gender, if it was two boys, two girls, I don't even know if that would have been better. I don't know. It's just something about it. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, same exact thing. Everything's a competition. Someone's ticked off. That someone, someone looked at me. He looked at me. He touched me. Yes. Yes. <laughs> the ball. Or like one of them will say they want something. And then the other one's like, no, I wanted it first. Or, mm-hmm. oh my God. I, oh, I hear you. I'm living that same <laughs> thing. That shot for sure worthy. Yes. And thankfully they have their times where it goes from that to like exact opposite and playing together. But just the amount of fights that I have to break up is unreal. Yeah. You. Totally. Yes. Yeah, so positive. What are you taking a cheers to this week? I'm taking a cheers to Benjamin because though the Friday, I don't know if you saw it on my refrigerator when you were over here the other day, but Benjamin's teacher sent home the nicest handwritten card about how mm-hmm. proud of Benjamin she is and how much he's a leader in the classroom. And he's always mm-hmm helping other kids out with like either they're learning or just picking up after others. And it was just so like validating to think that, okay, maybe we're not doing a horrible job as parents. Stop. You're not at all. <laughs> it was really just nice because, you know, obviously your, your own kid gets on your own nerves probably more than you get, you know, but you, what you want is to raise a kid that does good in the world. Mm-hmm. And to know that like others are kind of seeing that he does have positive qualities and he's a leader. I just, I love that. It was like, it made me cry and it was just so just nice for a teacher, especially coming off of last year where his teacher was telling us he needed to be on ADHD meds. Oh my gosh. So bizarre. And he was getting in trouble a lot last year in school, which I've mentioned that was kind of my shots last year, but it's just night and day, you know, in his classroom this year, I think he's got a good group of kids and a great teacher. And I just think it, it makes a world of difference and he's, he's exhibiting some good qualities that you just want your kids to have. So I'm just so yeah. proud of him. And it was just such a nice moment to read that going into the long weekend that we knew we were going to have. Yeah. Oh, no, that's so special. Congrats, Benjamin. Yeah, he did good. So how mm-hmm. about you? Are you taking a toast to this week? Mine is, even though I am want and am so ready to move <laughs> one day, one of these days soon, um, it's mostly to a bigger place, but I really am taking a toast to my neighborhood. Um, and, you know, used to live in this neighborhood too, like to just being able to have um, a community with a lot of kids, getting to know like a lot of the parents, like having just that real sense of like, neighborhoodism I guess mm-hmm. um I think really felt it like this this past weekend because the weather was pretty nice and there's like some moms from the bus stop that you know we all text and keep in uh, contact and stuff and I just like sent them a group text like hey you know like it's pretty nice I'm gonna take the kids outside like around like 3 30 like you want to bring the kids outside and it's just like to see them all being able to like play and have that experience like I grew up with that so I love to see that like yes I want a bigger house and 
but I don't necessarily want to move out of this neighborhood. So I'm like kind of torn there and hoping and praying that <laughs> something in this neighborhood opens up where I can move to a bigger place, be right here. But I just love that everything is right here. Like most of their friends are here. They can run outside and play. Even just when I'm in the house, they can run outside and play in the yard right here in like the big courtyard. And I feel, you know, safe, like they're safe, obviously from doing it versus possibly living somewhere else. Like I just, I love this neighborhood. So so thankful yeah. for that. Cheers to that. This weekend was fun. Feeling that little glimpse of warmth was really nice. <laughs> Some of these days um, took them outside a lot and it was just good. Yeah. I'm, oh, I love, like I did live, live in that development. I, I mean, I told you, it, it brings yeah. me such peace when I'm over there because it just reminds me of such a simpler time of life. Mm-hmm. It just, there was nothing bad about it. It was just such a good community feeling and that's what I miss where I live. So definitely cheers to that. Stay there and definitely stay in this town. Don't you dare leave. <laughs> no, I don't see that happening at all. <laughs> no threat. No threat. Not an idle threat. It was a real No one. threat, but <laughs> no, I'm going to make sure I stay here. I'm like, you can't leave. I know. I know. <laughs> but yes, right, but no, everyone. thank you. Thanks for tuning in. Hope you have an amazing week, y'all. Yes. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers to you, new happy hour bestie. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode of the Mom Life Happy Hour podcast and your drinks too. And girl, if any of this resonated with you, go on over to our show page and leave us a review or you can join us in our Facebook community to keep the conversation going. 